Hello, and welcome to the King Heroes Journey podcast. My name is Beth Martins. I am here with Cal Washington today of the InPowerMovement.org. I've had the pleasure of getting to know you for, uh, I feel like, quite some time, and yet it's probably not that long a time. It's just a uh, very full time. Right. <laughs> yeah. It's been a couple of years, maybe, but... Uh... Couple of years, yeah, yeah. Still short time. All my yeah. best friends are new. <laughs> Something about that. Yeah, well. yeah, yeah. So while we're waiting for a few people to jump on, which we already have, I'll let I'll let everyone know that we're also on Rockfin, and uh, so I'm going to get that stream going. There is a link if you prefer an uncensored platform. If you haven't already gone over to Rockfin, then. It's pretty good. I, I do hear of a couple of uh, censorships that have taken place for one reason or another. God only knows. And I think that uh, Rockfin stream is live now. Hello to wonderful, oh, pardon me, uh, Cindy Moon. I was going to call him her wonderful man, but she's referring to you. And uh, definitely come say hi in the chat. There's a couple of questions I know that were coming my way, probably via telegram from someone who couldn't make it, but really wanted to. And uh, without further ado, I think we'll just jump in. So it's big announcement time, Cal. Yeah, we finally launched after so many years and, you know, all the criticisms that go along with that and all the innuendos and whatever uh, speculations. And um, but we're we're actually up and running and uh, we're still we still got, you know, ways to go. We got much more to add to it, but it's it's actually up and running. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. yeah. And, and uh, so where should we begin? I'd be, I'd be curious just to start in a, a little bit of a chronological way in the, how this all led up. I know you've told this story uh, numerous times. You've told it here on this podcast even. So I do invite people to go back and just search in my blog, Cal Washington, and you'll find uh, three or even four interviews that we've done over the past couple of years, yeah. which have been amazing and inspiring, um, always food for the soul. And, uh, and I feel like there's been a lot of, um, you know, on my part, patience. And I was, I was curious, how many times a day did people ask you, when is the action going live? Oh, I it just, I mean, I kept asking. I mean, that was, <laughs> I waited the longest of anybody. You know, that's what people don't realize in it. Um, or maybe they don't think about it. But I, I was waiting the longest of anybody else. So. Uh, yeah, it, it took a long time and, you know, came up against all kinds of setbacks or, you know, issues, problems, um, you know, being fired from a, you know, a, a provider or a provider not coming through or, you know, just on and on and on. So, it, but we, uh, we, we managed to get it open and uh, just in time for whatever's going to happen this flu season and, uh so, or whatever they're going to do there, I know they're up to something. So uh, we're ready. Very good. Yeah. It is a natural time for people to go down less fresh air and sunshine and, you know, more work. Typically this is a kind of new year in people's lives and uh, yeah, it's very easy to go down. I know I can see lots of my connections are, are uh, fallen by the wayside and yet it's normal, right? In, in our Northern climates, this is nothing out of the ordinary other than the huge onslaught and poison injections and all that kind of thing we're going to talk about in code just to protect the, the platform here on YouTube in particular. I'm sure you know that already. Yep. And uh, yeah, so 
in in that time leading up to it, I know you and I had a, a very special conversation. I really hung on this for a long time and, and was able to practice it more and more in my own life, talking about perfect timing and what that is. Because, you know, from your own, um, say, individuated self, potentially driven by fear and going like, oh, my God, they're injecting and they're, you know, um, radiating us with smart meters and they're spraying the skies every 10 seconds. That has really accelerated for us in, in Manitoba, I imagine, everywhere. And so there turns into this, like there becomes an urgency, but again, driven by fear. And so how did you navigate that? I have to assume you were going through some of that yourself. And of course, the onslaught from other people uh, projecting onto you their fear, maybe turning to you as some kind of savior from what was going to go on. You were very clear about, about not being the guru, always deferring to your creator. And yeah. so I'm curious, how has all of that gone for you? Well, that, you know, that's a difficult time, uh, difficult to, to navigate. But for those that really inquired, I, I, I likened it to the, you know, the story of the Second World War, whether all that happened or not. I don't want to debate all that. But the, the, anyway, the prevailing story, um, you know, the enemy had 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 um, moved all through Europe and was very uh, rooted in like they, they you know, they, they had cement bunkers, etc., um, so they were, they were like, they were there. And um, in order to overcome that, you couldn't just send in, okay, let's send in a hundred troops, you know, uh, let's send in a thousand troops. It had to be a coordinated move, which now, you know, we look back as D-Day and that took a long time to coordinate. Uh, like there's just no way it came up in a, in two weeks. It probably was a, a year, at least a year of planning. And then they probably had setbacks. Now the whole time while that planning is going on, there are atrocities happening all throughout Europe and, and individualized um, things. And it's not that they were trivialized. It's just in order to really overcome the, the, the scope of what was happening had to take time and planning in order for that to all happen and and then execution because if you if you send the, the paratroopers in too early they're going to be caught behind enemy lines uh, you get what i'm saying like a lot there was a lot of planning and a lot of timing that had to go along with that and if it if any one thing really failed the whole thing would have failed so you know, they had to use overwhelm. They had to use the element of surprise. Um, and it took a long time to plan that. So as hard as that, or, you know, as hard as that sounds, but that's just the reality of it. We're dealing with something that is very um, entrenched. They've been, they've been planning this for hundreds, if not thousands of years, when you really get into it. And, um, They've, they've known this day was coming for, for a long time, and we're just kind of now waking up in the last couple of years for most of us, and um, they're way ahead. So it's going to take something very organized in order to overcome this thing, and that doesn't pop up in, in, uh, in a couple of weeks. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, exactly. So is it mostly the readiness and that, uh, that you know, fail-safe system that you created uh, 
and 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 you know this is an extremely personal question feel free to uh, divert or anything you want to do with it but what was the conversation between you and god like in the last months in the last months mm-hmm. um well i i had been through it before in my own journey so this was not a, this was not um i mean i was you know like when when you know, I, I was always anticipating, but I wasn't, um, it wasn't a new experience for me. Um, I had gone through some uh, things like this before where the timing to where I thought it was supposed to be or where it should have been. Um, and it took longer. There was a reason why, and, uh, the outcome would have been totally different had we gone when, when I thought we were than when it actually happened. And so after a couple of those, and you, you start to you start to rest and trust the Creator knows these things, and we and we can't know them, and um, but you got to trust that, and um, sure enough, it, it it'll play out. So that's beautiful. And what do you think would have happened differently if you went live sooner? Well, they may not have. Um, they may not have made some moves that they made um, or pushed as hard, but now they're, it's, they've put their neck in the noose. Like there's no going back. And if you look at the whole scope of everything that's going on, and I don't even know that I know everything that's, that's hinged, you know, what happens here in earth. It's, it's a lot more than we think. So, um, the fact that they've done that now they're 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 on the hook so um major things can happen which will affect not not only everything in earth but in in the heavens as well or in the rest of the universe so it's and we don't we can't see it from this vantage point it has to play out in order for us to look back and go oh that's why all, all that had to happen mm-hmm, mm-hmm. sacred purposes like that it, it doesn't make sense going forward at all. No. You're like, huh? You're asking me to do what, God? But when you look back and, and, and see how it, it was actually perfectly threaded at every stage and engineered. And, uh, you know, it's a, it's a common trap that I face inside myself on a variety of issues. And, and it's because uh, I got a lot of forward momentum. I have a lot of my own personal will. I've got creative power. I've, you know, built out some, um, I've got community, I've got people around me. And so it's very easy to put myself in the driver's seat and, uh, and, and try to just continuously will the things that I think should happen right now. And, <laughs> and then coming back to some humility, I can't remember exactly where, maybe in Ephesians, I was, or um, Philippians, if that's how you say it, I was reading the other night in the Bible and, and it was just this this instruction to um, you know to go back into supplication, into like humility, into like a place of of um, just not being the. Now this is going to sound like weird language, but not being the authority in the situation on the timing when things happen, and and to sit in faith. And uh, do you have any advice for people around around that? Well, you, you want to be moving from what I, you know, from my experience, you want to be moving ahead diligently. And so it, it is frustrating because you are moving ahead, 
but trust that the timing when you see these um, things that like come up to to slow it or divert it or whatever i mean sometimes it's the enemy but a lot of times it's god's timing so you just you want to be pushing and then just let let that timing happen like don't be don't get into fret about it um you don't want to be sitting doing nothing um that's not how it works it's more you're moving and then he he um slows you down at, or speeds you up as as uh as the case may be so that's such an important point you just made about it it's not about doing nothing because that can be that you know, extreme end of the spectrum, maybe more classically Christian where, you know, there's, oh, it's all handled for you and Jesus is going to come and deal with everything. No. But life's not like that. And no. yeah, the, the, the private domain, the, the, grow, the growing, all the growing that I've been involved in the last couple of years. And there's, you put the work in and then things take off. That's correct. We are the body of Christ and that's, you got to really think about that for a second and um like what does that mean um so and then there's there's rules of engagement too is because there are there are angelic beings and all kinds of other beings that are sort of outside this realm but they are under um there's rules of engagement like they have strict rules and they don't break them uh, inside here they break the they break their side of the contract but out you know the ones that are benevolent don't and so there's rules and and we are have to be active participants like it's quite clear um and so if we sit there and and just you know meditate and wait for a for a savior figure to come out of the blue it's not coming like he, he can't or they can't um so it's um it has to do with what we do and what we decide and, and what we choose and what and our actions in in earth as well that allow that to happen mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah brilliant can you say more about being the body of christ and why that's such an important thing to understand well christ is the head of the church and so christ came uh, like yeshua came uh, in bodily form but then after his resurrection, he said, you will do greater things than I do because I go to my father. And, and then we are the body. He is the head. And that literally, and I'm not saying this is my you know, opinion. You need to think about this. We are the second coming. And yes. so, and if we got to take our spot and do our, do our, do what we're supposed to do with him as the head. And that could be the second coming. So, we, you know, you got to think about these things uh, a little more deeply and not, um, you know, get caught in, in up in some literal verses that, and, that have been inter interpreted for you, um, you know, through, uh, you know, religious teachings and, and that kind of thing. So just think about it. Yeah. 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 Beautiful. Uh, someone said the same with the white hats. Yeah. If I, if, if I could just help to make this point right now too, that, you know, maybe Jesus isn't your thing, but QAnon is, or, you know, some version of, of the savior, it's all the same pattern you can see. I've become yes. a professional pattern hunter over the course of my life. And, uh, and it's just like plain as day when you, when you see it's the same thing, it funnels off people's attention and interest and any effort that they might make might, very well feel unnecessary because someone like you is handling it. 
That's correct. So, I mean, the whole white hat thing, whether it's true or not, uh, I'm moving forward regardless because I need to do something. But it has the same tactic where they use certain words like we are all in this together. Like, you know, it gives you the feeling like you're participating in some way by watching videos on the, on the, on the Internet and you're not participating. You're observing at best and um, you're you're really not in the in the thing the way they, they, they make you think you are. So there's a, a bit of a deception there. And um, so and, and even on the observing, you might be observing a lie. I mean, it, it's um, it's has the potential to be that. And Yeshua said very clearly in the last days, there will be wars, actual wars. And then there will be rumors of wars. And a rumor means there might be a war, there might not be, but there's a lot of talk about it. And so that may be what you're watching. And you're not really participating in actually bringing the kingdom of God into earth. And that's the whole point of, of what why we're here. Indeed it is, yeah. And, and even to, there's been more and more awakening inside myself over the last uh, quite a number of years now that the the paradise that we're promised is not beyond, especially not beyond death, because I find all the evidence of it here right now. And it's easy to see evidence for everything, but that's there too. I'm not in, I'm not in denial by any stretch, but my heart of heart knows that this is the creation. This is the gift. This is the inheritance right here, right now. It is. And it's just been usurped and turned into something that's, I mean, it's, you can see the evidence of it all here, but the way it's, the way we're, we're running things or being led is, is incorrect. And that's where all the heartache and the, um, the trouble starts. There's a, you know, symbiotic balance in all of all the creation, but there's, there's an imbalance as, when it comes to um, men and women. It's because there's certain ideas that we've bought, uh, bought into long before we were even the rest of us, like the ones who are here now were even here. And um, those things have, are so ingrained, we don't see them for what they are, that they're, they are imposed here. And that's the, the root of the problem. The idea of money and the idea of borders and countries and, and kings and all that. We were born into that and we can't see that it's incorrect. It's, it just seems like part of the fabric. And um, we have to kind of step back to have a look. And is that supposed to even be here? Are we supposed to be using money? Because no other species in Earth uses it. And yet they're all fed and clothed and whatever, you know, whatever they whatever is needed. Uh, for them to survive and yet we have to go and work to get pieces of paper called money in order to live indoors and eat and mm -hmm. it's just not it's not how the place is designed exactly yeah yeah I, I nearly cried the other day when I was just imagining all the little creatures in my garden and how they survived everything God took care of them every single day and then we fear for our existence and go yeah. and scramble you know, it, it, I know it's, it's almost a cliche to talk about it, but it, it's very, very profound when you start to see that that God actually has your back. And yet we have been born in captivity. We are 
we are slave to a system less and less. You know, the more the writing was on the wall, the more the people have begun to organize to take care of their own needs. Not, not a, you know, actually, I'd love to go back to this. We're in, we're all in this together kind of crap. Now there's a certain truth in it. There's also, I very much noticed the narrative and it's on all sides of unification. We, we all, in fact, you know, I was listening to a little rap. It was maybe eight minutes and I agreed with everything. And then the last two things that the woman says is that this is a global problem and we need a global solution. I'm like, this, this is the whole global globalist narrative. Yeah. You know, it's so we're, we're brainwashed with it. And it's also very much weaponized against us. Do you want to talk about this element of unification? Like where is the truth in that? And where is the lie? No pressure. Well, the truth, truth of it is we are one and it, you know, you can see it. If you've ever been to a large gathering uh, like a, a sports sporting event or something, or ever watched a riot, um, we are one. We 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 can act in in concert. It's usually in a negative way in in some of these cases, but that that mechanism is there. It's a, it's a real thing. We are a flocking species. Um, we have that um, uh, that ability to to work in concert, um, and. So that that's the real thing. It's just the information that that group mind is being given is is incorrect, and so it ta it takes you off. Um, just even even if it's a slight tangent, by the time you get way out there, it's like way off, right? So we need to get back to um, listening to God and not listening to the one who wants to overthrow God, and that's where you know things will start to line up and um, we'll be in harmony. And not, none of this will make even, we'll look back, you know, in history and, and it, it'll seem so almost, I wouldn't say ridiculous, but it'll seem strange once we've aligned that we were off even, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Yeah, I'd like to talk about um, at some point now or, or later about the private domain something that I was never aware of, absolutely, you know, new to it in the last two years. And I have since created my own private association where all of my work is being done. And uh, I, I, it's, it's funny, when I was preparing for the interview last night, I realized I didn't even entirely know. But um, is, that, is that what in power movement is? Is it also in the private domain or is it, is it registered and, and incorporated? No, we, um, it's a, uh, Empower is actually an, in what's known to the IRS. So uh, understand what I'm saying. How they view it is we're an integrated auxiliary of um, Revelation 18 church. And the church itself um, is not registered anywhere. Um, it's formed there, are, you know, we have forming documents, etc. So we've gone through the, the process and notarized and, you know, it's all, it's all real, but there's no, We've not um, placed it anywhere or registered it anywhere. It's just in the universe. And so we've gone through the steps and we take minutes, you know, um, at meetings and all that. Um, but it's completely private. And because it's an American church uh, or a church domiciled in, in what's known as the United States, uh, the second or the first amendment says um, Congress can make no law regarding an institution of religion. 
So we're completely immune to any laws. And it's set up that way. The more I study, um, you know, the United States and its and its formation and, and some of the things they implemented at the beginning, it was meant for today, like for now, in order to set up a defense against what was coming. They knew this was coming. Um, I don't know how they knew, but they knew. And um, so the United States has these mechanisms to 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 uh, be able to create something um, to block all the all the legality, uh, commercial, even the commercial stuff. And um, so that's why they want to te tear the United States down, because it is that it has the potential to mount a defense against this whole globalist idea. Yeah, again, the very interesting narrative of we're keeping you safe. The last time I went to the bank and, you know, we can see the writing on the wall with the finances and I tried to take out a substantial amount and they're like, you need, you have to tell us why, what's it for, what's it for? And they got the manager and they glared at me from behind their masks with evil eyes. And, uh, and then I just finally shot back and I said, it's for my personal business. Yeah, I've used both of those words. It's, it's yeah. private and it's business because it, yeah. And, and, uh, and, and the bottom line is it's your money. So like, who are you to say that I can't take my money out of here? You know? Exactly. Yeah. No. And then they use those words, have to, you have to. So I, I left it at my side of the story and, uh, and they completely complied with my request. Mm -hmm. No problem. Right. So this is, this is always a good lesson when, when they say you have to, it's often not true. And, uh, and so the, the safety of the private, like you said, you're, you're literally not, your church is literally not under the jurisdiction of American or even Canadian law. Or any law. Any yeah. law, anywhere. It's like God, you know, God's law, that's it, you know. Um, you know and we have that in our, in our founding documents that we, you know, we follow certain um, doctrines, etc. So not, mm -hmm. full, it's not like a full doctrine thing, but it, you know, basically following uh, the Bible and, um, Protestant Christian faith kind of thing. Right, right. And it taking authority from the Bible, from God, and from, I'm, I'm questioning, uh, any other uh, instruments, for example, the International Covenant of, of uh, Civil and Political Rights that protects the Christian faith, the, um, the Queen's Oath that protects the Christian faith, none of that? None of that's in our in our in a documentation for the association. We have that in our NOL, the, the, the Queen's Oath, because that mm -hmm. That goes more to a universal, uh, well, I wouldn't say universal, uh, a whole world um, contract in order to, to make our claim out of the Bible. We use that against them because there's a, there's a clear contract on their part through their queen or now the king. And that's what we're holding them to. So we're, we're saying you swore that this this book was the was the contract or the law, and here it says on page one we have we have dominion. Back off. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And has in power ever been attacked in any way or taken to task? It's probably you know could happen now. Do you have any sense of that? We get um, niggly type stuff like when just the week before we were launching, probably five or six of our key volunteers had computer problems computer crashing, you know, stuff not working, you know, that, that kind of stuff, but no, no legal um, type of actions or anything like that. Nothing, mm -hmm, nothing, mm -hmm. nothing major. It's just, you know, 
mosquito irritating sort of stuff. <laughs> yeah, good analogy. We had a lot of mosquitoes this, this summer. And if you used your imagination, what could you see possibly could happen, you know, in the, in the strategy of war, which we're in, you're often thinking through scenarios, okay, this, you know, this could be a vulnerability or this could be, where, where do you think you're, either yourself or other private associations would end up vulnerable to attack? Um, through the technology, that's the, that's the main um the main way because we can everything we do we communicate through the through the internet i mean the whole thing rides on that that said i, I don't think they're going to crash the internet because they just can't uh, everything like everything of theirs rides on it as well so um that uh, you know so other than that you know being you can get deplatformed in certain you know whatever thing you've signed up for so we you know we, we've try to figure out, you know, the best spot, po possible spots to be in that we won't get um, fired or deplatformed. And then as we grow, we want to um, move more uh, autonomous, so have our own servers and that kind of thing um, in order to make sure that we can run through the whole, anything that pops up. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And the activities of, of um, the church and in power as the auxiliary, what kind of activities say maybe not that you that you yourself are doing because it's i mean it's it, you're, the, you're you're wearing the like there's nothing secret there's or at least not, not that i'm aware of uh your action is is sheerly you know the notice of liability has a certain offensive nature to it you're you're coming you're coming to someone making claims that or you want to stop uh, me? Go ahead. Yeah, it's more of a counterclaim. So it's a counter. Yeah. They made the first move. So it's not it, um, people think that this it, what we're doing is aggressive. Some people, very few actually, but so mm -hmm. there's there's that sort of rhetoric out there. But no, it's a counterclaim um, because they're making some aggressive moves and, and deploying weapons, getting our agreement to our, our own demise so they can stand before God and say that you know, we agreed to, you know, to them culling the herd for lack of a better term and um so that that's the premise of it they made the first move we're just doing a counter move if they didn't make their move we wouldn't make ours if they stop making their move we will stop making ours it's it's very clear that that's how it works right right so in essence it's a conditional acceptance is that correct yes, yes. Yeah, so that's it, it's a much uh, like you said. It is entirely generated from their side. It's based on their attacks, and then you're going to take them to task to to prove their claims effectively. Exactly. So it's a counterclaim. We have the highest claim based, like I said, based on on Genesis uh, one twenty six and twenty seven, where there was an agreement to uh, to create man, and then give man dominion over the three jurisdictions: air, land, and sea. And um, and then the next verse is that God does actually follows through with the, with the agreement, and um, that's the that's on page one, and we have dominion, and they and they've sworn an oath to uh, actually uphold it if we come forward with our claim, but we have to actually come forward with the claim. Mm -hmm. it, it's not passive. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that uh, back to that principle of of tacit consent that you're agreeing by doing and saying nothing. Which is never good, exactly. And uh, 
So then what, what's your take on the movement into the private that's taken, uh, you know, there's been a lot of associations coming up and people, uh, I'll just out, say outright selling foundation documents as a business. And, uh, you know, there seems to be a big range and some snakes in the den. And have you kept an eye on all of that? Uh, a little bit. Um, because I, you know, because we already have one, I'm not spending a lot of time, you know, researching any of that because we don't, I don't need it. Mm -hmm. um, but that said, I think there is a parallel system coming up. And part of the, part of the beginnings of that, because there has to be a transition, because we're all in the current system. So we have to, you know, make that first step to get out of that system to create something on the, like that's separate from it. And using private associations in their system is is the first step to getting out completely out so yeah it does it makes total sense that that is what's popping up everywhere right yeah the the visions are really expanding right now when i took the time to build out my ministry i got some very good advice to not just be in like work and creation mode but to sit back and and allow it to take shape in my imagination, allow myself to dream and think in possibilities. And it was like, pff, it was very huge, at first overwhelming. I'm sure you're very familiar with that when, when things go to scale in your own mind and heart and you're like, ah, how is this going to happen? Um, it, yeah. Scale, scale is a, is a thing. And um, you, you have to be, well, you don't have to do anything, but we, we spent a lot of time thinking about scale when we saw any issue come up and then if it came up two or three times we're like okay well that's now we have to scale that up to you know thousands so you know if you get three emails now you got to do three thirty thousand emails and uh so yeah we had to think about every little you know as many things as we could that came up and think about them in scale okay we need to get we need to like get rid of that so that we you know so there was a lot of that and um you know so it was retooling and then okay well that's not going to work so we have to back up you know start again a little bit and um so there was a lot of that just because of scale and we would try things and then now it's you know we're going to end up in a big big mess uh, further down the road so i think we got most of it um and then um so I think we can scale now, and uh, and we're, and and we're open. So that that's that's a sign that we're we're ready. Amazing, really good. Uh, Aldis was asking. I wish I knew how to discern who the snakes are. Do you have any thoughts or advice on that? I, I feel like you don't spend a lot of time figuring out the snakes. Um. Uh, well, I, I have a I have a gift of discernment, and I think everybody does, and so you can develop that um usually it's along the lines of what you said Beth. is you'll have like eight good things and then there's just that one that just sends you off just a little bit looks like we're heading true north and then it's that it's usually like that mm -hmm, mm -hmm. it's such a great metaphor right now for aiming it, like aiming is very important and and you're off that little bit i know it's a cliche and but and you're somewhere else all of a sudden so yeah 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 and so yeah th that's that's probably one of the keys of how the, the snakes operate is they tell you a lot of truths and like actual truth and then there's one little thing that'll just kind of put you off a little bit and you, you, when you see that then that's 
that should you know, your bells should go off. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, and if we just quickly itemize w- w- what some of those things are, like that, it makes you one of the, one of the things for me is that it drains the life out of me. I'm utterly uninspired and actionless after consuming it. What are some other ones that you've noticed? Uh, confusion. Mm-hmm. If um, sometimes there's a lot of, especially the channeled work that I've you know come across or people send me, um, there's a lot of really uh, high intellectual sort of uh, thing to, to entice you. It, it, like it's, it sounds really um, high thinking, but then it leaves you in a state of a little bit of confusion. And that's usually a, another sign that there's something going on that's, that you don't want, you, know, you want to kind of stay away from it. Mm-hmm. Um, if it, if it doesn't bring you fruit, like the Bible's pretty clear on this. Um, so you, you, you know, you just take those verses and, and apply it to what you're looking at. If it's not bringing forth good fruit and, um, and the fruit, it, like if you just look at the fruit of spirit, I can't remember the verses, you know, I wasn't prepared for this, but, um, there are some verses on what good fruit is. So it should, it should bring you peace, love, um, sound mind if it sends you into anxiety doubt worry um any of those it's it's probably not correct it I wonder should if be it should be leading you to something solid where you feel um empowered and um centered loved that kind of thing Right. Yeah. I just pulled up Matthew seven seventeen to 20, and that's uh, a good tree produces good fruit and a bad tree produces bad fruit. A good tree can't produce bad fruit and a uh, bad fruit and a bad tree can't produce good fruit. So every tree that does not produce good fruit is, cho- uh, good fruit <laughs> is chopped down and thrown into the fire. That, so, that sums it up. And so th- there's a lot of things that look good, but if there's not the fruit there, then it's not. And there's things that may look bad or, you know, you've been told are bad, but if the fruit is there, um, then it's good. And that's how you got to discern this stuff. Yep. Yeah. Just thought I'd give people a look at that. Yeah. It's, it, you know, that's, that's how you can, uh, the Bible recommends to test everything. Is that, is that a fair way to say it? Mm-hmm. And it's, it's by its fruit. What, what does it produce? doesn't matter how good those words are because that's what we're dealing with right now in these day and age that you know a lot of smooth talkers and people who say the right thing but what do they actually do what are they creating what is the wake behind them yeah and not and not everybody's perfect so you know you can't throw the bat, uh, baby out with bathwater sometimes but great point there should be there should be some good fruit. Uh, if it's not, if it's leading you into something that's not making you feel, or just even a little bit of confusion, um, it's probably, probably not the right thing to be looking at. There you go. Yeah. See the, somebody put, put it up there. Um, so those are the fruits uh, that you should see or experience when you're, um, when you're looking at something or following something. So if that's not coming out and you're getting the other things, which are anxiety, fear, hatred, greed, lust, um, that's not the way to go. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, exactly. Interesting you bring up the word lust. This has been a very big study for me. 
And I was just thinking about the, the lust for life itself, right? Which is the inversion of it, which is the same thing. It's the fear of not surviving. Yeah, I, you could look at it that way, sure. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And it, to me, is the Achilles heel. It is the programming. It's the place that, you know, we're forever promised life by some man, by some system. And when you look to some man or some system for life, then you miss the true source of life that you don't need to want. <laughs> God yes. already gave that. Yes. Yeah. So we walk around in this ultimate confusion what you're talking about even and, and that's a very good point that not everybody is actively trying to take you sideways so i don't want to be one of those people that like you know always pointing the finger i know that's tempting for me yeah like i said you know not everybody's perfect either so um you know you gotta have a little bit of grace and discern but if, if overall they're headed in the right direction you know you can listen to what they have to say or, or whatever it is that you're you know trying to discern and um, that's just what's worked for me. And, uh, you know, I don't watch a lot of TV, so I don't have to discern any of that. I, I didn't even know that Boris had stepped down. People are talking about the next one who stepped down. I'm like, oh, did Boris step down? No, 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 you're, you're way behind. I'm like, oh, well, whatever. But the overall thing, I, you know, I know about it now. I still haven't studied it, but um, it just shows me that they're, you know, they're, their system is is rocky and the, and the rats are running for the, you know, the ship is going down and the rats are starting to get off the ship. And uh, so now's the time to put forth our claim and say how we want the, the earth to go from here, from this point on. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And on that note, let's talk about the notice of liability and this uh, very, uh, you know, I'll say long anticipated, but again, just because it's been a, a short, compact amount of time, in uh, in in coming out and and so do you want to talk about the the notice what what uh, if anything has changed that uh, I'm like you I get my news from the pipeline <laughs> certain certain things I would never learn if it weren't for others that were keeping up on it and um, yeah I mean we've yeah. kept it current with current events and you know mm -hmm. things that are going on in in the world um, mm -hmm. so. But the, there's still the overlying thing that we could have launched if we had, you know, had we launched five years ago or four years ago, it would a lot of that's still there because it's still, you know, it's st still uh, valid. But then we've added um, as things come up and um, including, um, you know, the new king, you know, so-called king. Uh, so that's in there um, so that that's part of the contract. Okay, yeah, I'm a little bit behind. I even heard that you were talking about that, but I wasn't able to attend. And uh, so what, 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 if anything, is the shift since we don't have a queen, we have a king now? Well, there's been, well, uh, other than the obvious, um, he did take the oath within three days. Uh, she, she died on a Thursday, supposedly, and they, he took an oath on Saturday, on the Saturday the, after. The same oath and, as her? What's that? The same oath as her, the 1953? Yeah. Okay. Uh, not the 1953, the 1952 one. So when her, when Elizabeth's dad died, George, she took the oath within 24 hours, and that's to the Scottish uh, Presbyterian Church. So she takes on that that uh, title of Defender of the Faith, which means she's bound to the Protestant Christ, Christian religion and the Bible in, in, in particular. So... Uh, basically the Westminster Confession of Faith. 
So that that one is they take really quickly in order to establish that contract and make sure that you know the beings that I talked about earlier are held back because they're under under that contract. And um, so that happened on the Saturday, and so he's on the on the path to sticking to the you know to the contract. Although his rhetoric ahead of time, he wanted to you know include more more religious faiths, but he stuck to the. We're sticking to the Bible. Oh, yep. Fascinating. Yeah. What, what do you think is happening there? I imagine it would have to be a guess, but. Well, I think, yeah, it's a guess. It's my opinion that they, um, because the Bible is the, is the contract and that's, what's going to hold back uh, the benevolent beings that are sitting here waiting for us to do something. That contract needs to be in intact in order to keep them back and they can, and then they carry on with their, their dirty deeds, um, pretending like they're holding up the, the contract. So they, they do it in, in, um, uh, in appearance, but, uh, behind the scenes there it's, it's, there's just all kinds of nastiness going on. Mm-hmm. But God, the, here's the thing. They know this about God. He does not break contract. Even if the other party does, that's how they're getting away with it. And we're the ones that can come in and go, uh, the contract's being broken. We need we need uh, an order. We need help, or whatever that means, and that's when the help can come. But it doesn't just. It's not going to just come. It doesn't work that way. Mm-hmm. It's clear in the Bible that that's not how it works. A man has to be involved every time. Man or woman. When I say man, I mean yeah. you know, mankind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Made in the reflection of God. In the stead of God, actually, when you really boil it down in in, um, in Genesis 1, uh, 26 and 27, we were in the, in the, we're like an agent of, uh, the word is hard to describe, but it's, we are in his stead. We are literally representative of him. It's not a, we're made in the, in the image and likeness. So it's, uh, um, part of that is, uh, likeness as far as, um, you know, the elements of, of what we are, but it's mostly about, I'll put myself there in the form of Adam is what is the essence of it. And then you, then you can bring forth your claim against me in that form. And then we'll see what happens. Mm-hmm. And then that's played out in Job. So you get to actually see uh, a hearing or two hearings on that court case on that claim and job is the and job is the is the subject matter it's everything is about job not about you know god and 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 satan so it has to do with i will if you if you allow me to do this he will curse you to your face in other words he will join my side and curse you and god says okay and that's that's the situation we have we have to participate and once we do, it will end quickly. There you go. Quickly, that they're waiting for us. Who's waiting for us? Well, at least the at least the watchers, and I think the the whole angelic host, because it talks about them coming in, um, you know, in the white horse and the and the uh, and the host of heaven and all that. But there has to be a legal grounds for it. Mm-hmm. Does, it's not going to happen on its own. And um, 
So we have this, we, and that's what the NOL does. It kind of sets up that situation where we can now take these, take the documents figuratively and um, go to God and say, Hey, this is what we did. This is what they were doing to us. We need an order in here for that to be shut down. Amen. Amen. Beautiful. I'm loving this a lot. And I know people here are as well. Yeah. Go to boom there. <laughs> yeah. And it's, yeah. Boom. And that's what, and when you read Job, that's what Lucifer did. He said, I want an order saying that I can take all his stuff. Cause you've got a hedge around him. So he made an accusation and it was granted. And then he came back and said, well, he didn't curse me to my face. Well, you got to let me touch him, his body now. Cause he wouldn't let me do that before. Cause there was a, you know, clear um, line. You can take all his stuff, but you can't touch him. So, well, let me touch him now. So there was a change order, an appeal change order. He says, okay, you can touch his body, but you can't kill him. And none of it worked. So we need to be doing the same thing. Like, no, they're doing this to us. We want that shut down. And he, mm -hmm. and God will be all over it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. Is it, is it as simple as ask and ye shall receive? receive. You have not because you ask not. All these verses are there. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I know it's so painfully easy to forget like you're in anguish and you're complaining and you're bitter and this, all of this kind of thing. And then you don't, you don't humbly just ask like, God, could you please help me with this? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And yeah. He, he will. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Every time I know I've been uh, going through waves of, of, you know, literally everything I pray for in, in the name of God, for the glory of God, that, that was a very important shift for me to consciously know that it's, if anything miraculous happens, it is for the glory of God, not, not to aggrandize me. Yeah. And according to his will, that's another one that really sharpens the arrow. So. You know. Right. Right. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> very good. Uh, thanks to Christine, by the way, on Rockfin for that tip. I appreciate that very much. Any support is always welcome. And so do you want to talk about, the specific process of the NOL, uh, again, how, how, if anything, uh, you know, it, how, or what, if anything has changed along the way, uh, I know a number of my colleagues have, for example, been submitting, um, respondents to the NOL. We worked, we worked on this project quite, uh, diligently for a time. And, uh, and even as you know, went off and, and did some of our own notices and got creative with the whole thing. And, you know, we might've had some results actually. I appreciate very much that you, you consulted with us a, a few times along the way. And we, we have, um, you know, it's, it's all silence. They never responded to us, of course, and, and it put, put them in default. And, uh, one of our colleagues went the distance with the bills of lading and, and the next steps, which we did not do, but like, for example, our school division, absolutely quiet, right? There's no sign of any, any restrictions, even though we still have universities that you need jobs to attend. And there's all kinds of institutions we think we won, but if you're not, you're, if you're a federal, federal employee, for example, you, you totally didn't win. And, and so, you know, at least, at least, and it may be just for now, you never know, but uh, I'm, I'm curious if you want to walk us through what is, what is, what is the process? How, how, do, how do you do this? I know you've given this education a lot and you've given it over the years as well. And it's recorded on your site as well. So I'll let you talk now. Yeah, it, it's, it's okay. Uh, yeah, so we, we do the notice of liability. It's a three-step process. You, I'm just going to you know, paraphrase it for you. We say it looks like um, 
a bunch of harms are happening on four agendas. So there's uh, forced vaccinations, um, smart meters, 5G, and the geoengineering. Although geoengineering is on a back burner right now because we had to just try and get what we could. Mm -hmm. so, so we start with, it looks like there's some issues going on. looks like it's worldwide. So it looks like there's something uh, organized going on. And it's affecting me in my particular country. So we break it down like that. Then, um, and they can refute all this. So then we say, it looks like this is causing me harm and or death. You know, they probably don't use the word death in that, in that part of the document, but it, um, it's definitely looks like it's a weapon is what we're getting at. And um, so that's why we're doing this. And what that does is it creates um, uh, a, a, a place for a dialogue. Because if I'm incorrect, because I'm saying it just looks like this. And if I'm incorrect, please tell me that I'm incorrect. And I'm giving you a, a deadline on this. So, so that's the reason why we're doing the document is because there looks like there's a worldwide agenda to reduce the population, basically, and through four... Um, different um, agendas. It also looks like that they're using commercial means. In other words, um, advertising, using benefits, like you know, the way they sell cars or any, any other product, and they're using tacit agreement. So if you don't say no or don't say no in the correct way, then you've said yes. So we, we, out, we outlay that at the beginning. So what that does is removes any... Um, in ill intention, like people think that this is aggressive, it's not because we've set it up this way where it's coming in almost inquiring, uh, you know, can you please set me straight if I'm, if I'm incorrect? If I'm not incorrect and you continue to do these things, then I'm going to charge you X amount of dollars per day until you stop doing them. Because you started this process and it's commercial in, in essence. And in fact, everything's about money. And, and, um, and I'm the, you know, I'm the consumer and, and plus you've turned me into a merchant, which is a whole other aspect with the birth certificate. So now I can use merchant law against you or, or um, to block what you're doing or to counter what you're doing. And um, there's a better way to say it. And that's the essence of it. Then once they go into default after the three processes, you can start billing. This is according to their rules in Law Merchant. So once the bills start, the a bill of exchange, according to their rules again, is money. So in other words, we can bill all of the available wealth that, the, that these families, et cetera, have stored up for eons or thousands of years anyway. And um, it, all that wealth that's now on, on certain pieces of paper, because it's all, it's all fictitious money, is now going to be on other pieces of paper, according to their rules of their system. This is how they got the money in the first place. We're right. just going, now it's on this piece of paper, according to your rules. And are you going to stand before God and say they did something wrong? No, we're, we're, just, doing, we're just doing what you said were the rules inside this thing called Earth. 
now the wealth is on these other pieces of paper, which can then be distributed back to the to the people who it was stolen from in the first place. So that's the premise of what we're doing. And um, and so that as you see all these private associations starting to come out of the system, we can actually have the have the currency or the wealth that has been stored up by the very few back to the people. Mm -hmm. And then if we want to decide to not use money at all, we can. But in the, in the, in the interim, we can take what is already here and um, redistribute it. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. And there's nothing yeah. they can do about it. It's their rules. And it's done before God. And we make it very clear, you know, it's done at least before the watchers. And um, it's their own rules. And, they, and they're under oath to, uh, to uphold the Bible. So it's all, it's like a perfect storm that they have stepped into it on their own put their own noose around the neck and we just got to go you know or or we tell them or you can get take the noose off and get you know stop doing what you're doing yeah yeah you're you're welcome to redeem at any moment even i wonder if the word redeem is uh is a good one there it, it is uh i don't think we use redeem but we will uh we will remove all liability if you change your your behavior really is what it comes down to. Right, right, exactly. Amazing that we even have to say this, but here we are. Um, I'm curious what you think, because the economy is such a, a big subject right now before we get back to the actual NOL process around the economics, right? Because uh, I was joking yesterday, half joking about, you know, this would be the absolute perfect life for me. Everything is is uh, been so incredibly purposeful, not easy, not all good, not all, you know, and all no lack of challenge along the way, but all purposeful. And this is something I, I feel like I learned on my deathbed. I'm very much working on this now turning around, helping others about to run a course, by the way, in, in finding that purpose for yourself, for anybody that wants to know. And so when it comes to the economy and this, you know, Achilles heel that, and, and people, people have said, I think rightly that the whole pandemic came about because they needed to kill this economy that is still not centralized completely, that is still not hundred percent controllable by, by a, you know, globalist or team of globalists or however that goes. How do you think that NOL and, and the whole, you know, economic uh, climate that we're in right now are going to interact? Is it going to accelerate the death of a dollar, for example? Or do you, do you see that happening? Because I know at, at the scale that it was planned, it, it seemed to have a great deal of economic potential. Like you're saying, you're actually moving the, the wealth from what the one to the other. Yeah. And we're creating, uh, we're creating, well, we're creating wealth in their system um, because it's, um, it's a backward system. It's a debt based system. And that's the problem with it. Um, it works really well for a period of time and then it, it, it collapses under itself because you, you have to create more debt in order to pay the debts that are paying debts that are paying debts that are paying debts. And uh, so it's, it's never going to um, flourish. It's, it can never um, expand to where, you know, to where it needs to expand because it's, it's, it's a negative system. It's meant to funnel all the wealth to one spot or like, closer to one spot and the closer you are to that, that spot that that's who has all the money so um this will this the nol can reverse that but at the same time it's creating more debt paper for the system to actually survive in the interim 
So I, I'm not I'm sure how I'm not sure how that's all going to play out because that's that's speculation and um, that's that's God's domain. <laughs> we just need to build the thing um, and get it going, and God takes care of that. It's like Noah had to build the boat, but he didn't have to figure out, you know, where it was going to land or any like like uh, you know, just build the boat, get in it, close the door. We'll handle everything from here. Yeah. <laughs> everything yeah. else will take care of itself, or, or you know, or God will take care of it. So, yeah, this, it's hard to speculate, but I can see um, how our our creating more debt in the earth will actually um, allow the system, to, you know, to sort of limp along further because they you can't create debt out of nothing. I mean, you can, but it's it's got to be based in some point of reality but you know the more the debt money is out there you have to have more debt to cover like to, to give the illusion of paying the debts that are there right and you can't just keep doing that it, it just it will it'll crash under itself so they got to reset it every once in a while to so that we don't catch on number one um and number two because it it, it can't keep going the way it has been exactly yeah. I mean, it's entirely dependent on the slave system right that's one of the paradoxes they're they're busy that's why they don't just like outright murder us because then they have nothing exactly. they can't have this world yeah and so but yeah, they it, don't want it they don't want too many of us here because if we do wake up and find out that they're a, a vast minority um that's a problem too so they're they're kind of stuck it's it's where we are right now in history or whatever this is, um, it's an amazing time because there's so much potential for things to change on a, on big, big levels. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Exactly. It's, it's just wide open. There's just no mechanism to keep it going at this point, like no contracts, you know, all the, all the major um, bankruptcies, they they they've done their terms and and for quite some time you know the the seventy year bankruptcies going back into the um, East India Trading Company those are all done like like they're in no man's land they don't have the right to have this slavery system anymore we just are still stuck in it because we just don't see it and see that we can just walk away it's like the elephant that has a, a rope around his leg that's been tied for so long. And then when, when you just put the rope around his leg, he thinks he's tied. Mm -hmm. It's fascinating. A friend of mine with cows, uh, she'd built a fence in a particular place and then had to move the fence. Well, the cows will not go past where the electric fence used to be. Right. That's it. Yep. They've decided. <laughs> yeah. That nothing physical bury, uh, bars them, but they can't go past. That's the thing. And we're, we're the same. Yeah. Yeah, it's hard to live down. That's why, personally, I'm invested in helping people to deprogram because as soon as that thing is not a reality in your own consciousness, then you don't answer to it anymore in a, in a tacit, unconscious kind of a way. And you start to claim, literally claim your authority over your own consciousness. Yeah. Yeah. And your own reality. Once you have that, you because yeah. the, the reality, your reality is a reflection of your consciousness. Like the observer creates the observed and um, that's the key to all this. And they can't, their reality or their, their group reality that they're, you know, forming through 
um, through the collective consciousness can't override somebody who's aware of self-aware and um, and knows how the mechanism kind of works even if you only know it a little bit their reality can't override yours once you understand that and then your your bubble can get bigger and and it has to get out of your way Right. Very interesting. Yeah. We're getting back, back into the esoteric, which I love talking to you about, but like, that's the nature. That's why I named my ministry after free will, right? This, this is the element that, that because God gave it, even God can't really uh, interfere with, right? He's, he bound himself not to. And that's what, you know, when you get into that, that's when you say, why did he do that? And then you realize there's a, there's a, outstanding claim on somebody wants to overthrow the actual God and that then that's Lucifer. That's why the so-called elites seem to be Luciferian or Satanists. They, they seem to take part in weird practices. It's not a coincidence that that's an actual thing and we are here to adjudicate that claim of Lucifer. They are on the side of Lucifer. They want to overthrow God. And they've been promised whatever. Uh, mo most of it's probably a lie. Um, maybe, maybe it's not. And they get a lot of wealth in this life, and then they're promised whatever in the afterlife or what you know, whatever. Because I don't really understand all that, but because um, I don't study it, but I know what's happening. I can see it, and that's what it's based on. That original claim going way back. They know that what's going on. They know what this is, and they think they can actually overthrow God. Because mm -hmm. God put Himself in a vulnerable, vulnerable position. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, someone uh, I was just speaking with yesterday, Jacqueline Milne, and talking about the Pharisees and how, you know, likely they really believed that they were looking after the people, that they were serving the people, even though they had assumed a more, um, you know, as if they are God, and they are the ones bringing and enforcing the law. Uh, and, uh, you know, so it, I, I was musing how our controllers have not lost interest in us. They're not indifferent. They are not, right? Like, it would be so beautiful if they were indifferent, because we could just get on with our life and create, which would be relatively easy compared to what we're doing. But they're highly invested in us. Yeah, and I, I think it's because they don't have access to the things that we have. Like, God blew into or breathed into Adam. And that is that what they're trying to capture. They tried breeding in. Right now they're trying to manipulate it with um, you know, DNA type alter alterations. Mm -hmm. And and Yeshua said, you know, as it was in the days of Noah, this is when they were doing the interbreeding. So will it be at the end time? And now they're doing the same thing, trying to manipulate the DNA trying to get to that God breath or that God gene or that God spark or that God particle. You know, the CERN is about getting to the God particle. It's mm -hmm. all about trying to overthrow God. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I was very disappointed when I bought a book on the God particle and it was all about this like real fake stuff, a huge big book, but, you know, all trying to engineer this thing that is unengineerable. It's not. Yeah. You can never get to the smallest thing because it's infinite. It, um, it just doesn't, it's, it's, it's not based in um, 3D reality, like time and space. It's, it goes beyond all that. God's way, way beyond all that. <clears throat> he, and he created that so that we had a matrix to work with. And uh, if you think you're going to 
<clears throat> get to the end of it, you're not. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, exactly, exactly. Um, so I believe we have a lot more to talk about. And would you mind if we took a one minute break, maybe you, you can uh, get yourself a glass of water, anything, or, or rest your rest your voice. And I just have to rescue a cat as usual. I hope everybody is uh, patient with me just while I run and do that. And uh, so we will be back in, in uh, I will be back in one minute and Cal, you can take your time. And uh, so we'll be right back with you guys. Hang, hang on. And I wish I had some music for you to play, but uh, let me see. I don't. <laughs> I'm just going to get my cat and I will be right back. So sorry. Right. Okay. No problem. And I am back again, giving Cal a few minutes to rest his throat. And let's see if we get joined by Mr. Ocean here. I'm down to one cat, as you guys know. This has been a very beautiful conversation so far. It's really super close to my heart. Getting lots of good love. Hello, Thunder Chicken. <laughs> and uh, yeah, Fractal, interesting. And this podcast has to be watched three times, I feel. I feel the same about all my podcasts. I'm I'm waiting for the day when I uh, have no people to interact with. No, I'm not waiting for this. But uh, you know, maybe one day I'm going to go and read all the books and re-listen to all the podcasts several times. And here's Cal back again. Hello and welcome back. Yep. Your cat's safe. He's safe. Yes. Yes. I'm. I'm still uh, a, a mama of uh, my boss. <laughs> he says everything how it goes around here, and so he should. So then, uh, yeah, do you want to dive in and, and share with people the mechanics of getting involved for, say, both? Um, you know, there was now how, how many members does Empower already have? Do you mind if I ask? Um, I think we have somewhere around 4,000 members. Mm -hmm. um, and then we have about 50 or 60,000 on our email list. Wow. Wow. Yeah. And then not all the members, because we we kind of pre-sold, hate to say that word, but um, yeah. uh, people could uh, um, pre-purchase um, um, before we launched, and then their time wouldn't start until we did launch. So that just started in the last couple of weeks. So a lot of those people still haven't come to the to the new site. So they're they're technically members, but they haven't. Um, um, gone on to our into our social site yet so um i think in there i think we're i think we're at 700 or something over the last three weeks or however long we've been open right right yeah. very good and so what do people need to do it's empowermovement.org which on on the on the face of it looks the same as it was but your your inter internal workings are very different yeah, so we have a we have inter, in empowermovement.com as well, and that takes you to uh, the old, uh, you know, public facing site, which will give you the information on how to join, etc. 
and then it's um, we do there is a like a monetary um, exchange. I think it's uh, one hundred and fifty dollars a year. Uh, I can't even remember what it is. Or fifteen dollars a month, um, but I think it's yeah, one hundred fifty dollars a year. Um, and that and that creates that that means you're a member of the of the church of the private association, and then everything we do is in the private. Um, and you know we can talk pretty openly and freely inside the um, inside our our social site. So there's people meeting uh, people from all over the world and uh, and then meeting people from wherever they live and, you know, with proximity so they can get together and do the do the process together or or help out with other things in their lives. Uh, you know, everybody's um, just starting to interact and um, it's very positive. Um, uh, very positive vibe to the whole thing. Um, we have... Uh, like sort of like a code of conduct and it's all very just, you know, straightforward. Nobody would ever disagree with it. You know, don't spread fear, um, you know, play nice in the sandbox, that kind of thing. And seek unity, seek love, you know, seek forgiveness that, you know, just very non, um, you know, wouldn't, wouldn't be attributed to any one religion or anything like that. It's just very generic. Uh, a code of conduct and 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 by and large it's it's it um, people just love being in that environment where they feel safe and, and not going to have their head bit off or um, and they feel supported and um, so it's 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 growing exactly how we you know envisioned it to grow and um, it'll continue so once that culture is set you know it'll just continue on Beautiful. Yeah, it's uh, having done an action independent with a, a little bit of guidance from you and someone else who bailed on us. And, uh, you know, it, it, we, we felt that and there were so many people that said they were going to do it with us. But at the end of the day, only four of us walked through the door like crazy. Wow. I know. I know. And it was it was that factor of having you know, you don't know what's going to happen. There's no guarantee of success. You don't know if someone's going to turn around and attack you because we're, we're all such uh, babies in, in the world of law. There was nothing of the kind at all. But yeah, the, it, was, it was a very difficult door to get through because the support wasn't there. And that is what you guys offer. Yeah. Yeah. So we, <clears throat> I do a call. You've been on the, the calls. I do a call mm -hmm. every Friday night. <clears throat> and, um, and then I do a little bit of a teaching every second Wednesday right now. We'll probably up it to every Wednesday. Um, and then we have prayer for those that want to participate in that. Um, and that's helping a lot of people um, amazingly. Um, so there's lots going on there. Uh, and then just the others, you know, everybody's supporting each other because there's, there's some knowledgeable people in there who know, you know, stuff. I'm not the be all end all. And so, the, you know, people start helping each other. And that's really what we want to have happen. We don't mm -hmm. want it to be this weird top down sort of thing. Um, we all are in this, we're all in this together. And I hate to use that term because <laughs> it's kind of overused and misused, I think, but we are. And, um, but this is the, the, the way it should be, uh, you know, in my opinion, this is how it should be where we're, we're actually interacting and actually um, encouraging each other and helping each other. 
Right. And that's the whole principle behind the, the, the private and the association that you become a body that has, you know, everybody can take their certain functions. You might be up at the head. Somebody might be in the knees or the elbows or whatever. And, uh, but all entirely necessary because you don't see many heads walking around all by themselves. Right. Right. They must work together. Yeah. And so that's why that that slogan, we're in this together, actually captured us, because there is that inherent truth that we know inside ourselves. Exactly. But they've got you just watching videos, you know, get your popcorn out and, you know, trust the trust the plan and, you know, all these things are like, what do you mean trust the plan? You're not even telling me to do anything. You know, it's like, don't trust that we've got this. You know, that's that's dangerous. I mean, I hope it's not you know that it's actual actually happening but um part of me thinks it's not and and so therefore if if they if it is really happening and what we're doing by our actions will dovetail with it eventually because god's in control of everything so if if if, if these are if these rumors are actually true because they are rumors make no mistake about it there's no proof that anybody's been arrested there's no proof that any like just a lot of um, you know, stuff being said, and but you, you don't actually see it. You just—it's a rumor, and and rumors aren't necessarily false, but um, but they are. You're listening to rumors, and and Yeshua, um, you know, warned against that, or actually he didn't necessarily warn against, it, but he said in the end times you will see that you will see rumors and actual wars. So, um. Yeah, that's that's basically what we're doing is is you know doing what we are what I can see to, to be called to do through the Bible and getting as many to participate and it will dovetail with these white hats if they're actually if that's actually happening it will it will eventually mesh together and if it's if it's not we move in spite of it right exactly it would just all be a bonus if there was some magical thing going to happen in the background but. Uh... We're, we're going to do the work regardless. Exactly. I'm not going to sit there and, and trust the plan where I'm not asked to even do anything. Just sit and watch. Mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so what uh, is the commitment from somebody, from a participant that would come in and uh, say they have, I know I, I have one friend and I think he named almost 50 respondents. I you probably know who about. it is. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Kind of heroic in, in its yeah. own nature. And and also when I was watching that, I'm like, mm, glad that's not me. Because you do have to follow up, right? And, and their roles change. Those respondents, they move in and out of their positions. And Yeah, but you're, um, but that again, that's a group effort. Uh, we wouldn't put that on one, on one person. So what, what, we're, what you're told is to go, if you uh, if you have chosen a respondent, go into the database, see if they're there, and then check and see if that information is correct. So if they've stepped down or moved to to a different position, then you do a what's called a reassessment. So the respondent doesn't disappear from the database, but their 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 data gets updated to the current address or current position, or that's usually the two things. So. Okay, so that that's good. And and so someone asked about the new site. It's empowermovement.com, not .org, correct? 
Well, the new site's at empowermovement.org. Yeah. Okay. Oh, the new site is, is at .org. Okay, perfect. Yeah, so it's the one I've got up on the screen there. Very good. And then, and then the work of actually sending out the documents. So you've got nine rounds, correct? We have now unlimited rounds. That's another thing that happened um, as we built this thing. We can do continuous billing. And that's why I said we can literally build all of the wealth and, and give it back to the people. Wow. Wow. And, yeah, and so, the, mm -hmm. so nine rounds gets you to where you have your first bill in a default position where um, like if you did, if you had a mortgage and you didn't pay for three months, that's when the bank will actually take action. That's when a foreclosure will start or some kind of action. Mm -hmm. um, so, or, or a credit card bill, anything like that. That's when your card gets cut off is at 90 days. Mm -hmm. So your first bill, if you went to nine rounds, that's what that first bill would have been in that spot. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then you can keep going from you there. Keep going. Yeah. Yeah. And we've got yeah. it all set up. So you get as each month, a new bill will go into that position and we send paperwork um, each month. So it's all organized. So you're, you're dealing with, it's kind of step back and you follow your bills along and get them all into that three, that 90 day position. And um, they become um, securities in the, in their system. Right. Right. Yeah. So you just, we can just keep creating them. Very good. How many respondents have been named by all your members over, over the years? I don't know. Um, a bunch. Yeah. A lot. Mm -hmm. Yeah. There's, yeah, there's, I would, I would guess 2000 or something in there, uh, mm -hmm. uh, but I, I could be way off. I, I really don't even know. Mm -hmm. And how many countries are you guys in? We opened with six um, and we're going to be adding um, other ones as they come up. We're trying to get the three agendas up first. So we, we launched the, the vaccine one for us last weekend. Uh, we're hoping to have the Canadian one up by this week, like, the, you know, towards the end of this week. Mm -hmm. uh, so we'll have that one. And then we can adapt that to all the six that we have up. And then we're going to work. We're also simultaneously working on the 5G. And then we'll do the same thing. With, so we'll have six that are, have all three. And then we'll just keep expanding from country to country. So we have a bunch of them written. We probably have, uh, I think, 14 or 15 written, but they have to be edited um, because they're, they're just way too long and too much, you know, too disjointed. So that, that it's not like we're starting from scratch. We just need to actually go back and, and edit these and get them, um, get them cleaned up. Okay. So at this point, are people then not already sending the NOLs? They're just, yeah. they're just sending, oh, they are sending them. Mm -hmm. Okay. And any signs, any results that you're, able to share not that we've seen yet because it's mm -hmm. just it's just been three weeks so um mm -hmm. and it took a, a couple of weeks before anybody even um downloaded the documents because they had to get their respondents in so that took you know that takes a week or so and um, but we you know we are able to see who's who's doing it but there are um people who are we're seeing the mailing numbers coming in so that tells me there's mailing going on Mm -hmm. Very good. And We're it's circling at, at the point at, right now, but it will, you know, just keep expanding and then we'll start to see the results that you're talking about. Righto, righto. Yeah, it's, 
it's there's so much buildup. The amount of energy it took me and, you know, a lot of fears to get past and all a lot of work and nights and nights and nights of writing and writing. And then, uh, you know, and then you just get this crickets, nothing happens. And, you know, it's uh, but but the nothing is good because it is that agreement that was mm -hmm. very affirming when you when you said to me, you know, that's perfect. They haven't responded. That's we had a ten million dollar joinder fee mirrored after the way that you guys operate and their hands were tied. They couldn't even have a lawyer send a letter to say this has no force and effect. Right. Which is what the common thing I had noticed people were getting that's, with notices. That's all. Yeah, it's pretty much all you're going to get. But if you're not getting something, you don't even know the, how, the impact of, of, of what it's had because of a lawyer, you know, a lot of these people have lawyers on retainer. And if the lawyer is going, I'm not touching this, that's got to send, um, whoa, is this real? Like, why are you, you know, and you'll never see that. You won't, you, you, that will never, that information will come back to you, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, exactly. We've seen lawyers. We've seen lawyers go in and then step down after two or three rounds. Like, nope, I'm out of here. And and so that puts the fear, for lack of a better word, into the the respondent you're sending to the the you know the one that hired the lawyer is like, oh, this is all real. I you know that, and they want to step out. So mm -hmm, mm -hmm. we can create that, and um, we can build a new system and simultaneously dismantle the old one there you go i'm curious what you would say to say all of the people in my very not a huge number of people but who've started pursuing canadian court procedure or or in the u.s mostly in this, these two countries and and then we'll say that that you know notices really are just a say precursor to going to court uh, that they do in and of themselves, no one has to respond to them. It seems like they know that more in Canada than they do in U.S. because, or not that they don't know it in the U.S., it's just that, um, you know, we're so not litigious here. We're, people are used to just taking it. They don't, they don't go to court nearly to the same extent. Like, if, you know, your dog destroys the fence and, and then, you know, it, we, we always would know that about the U.S., that they're so quick to use the legal system, whereas we were just criticizing the U.S. instead of using what we had. And so is, is there, um, I, know, I know for a fact, you know, have, I, I've talked at length at this, that you don't encourage people to use the court system without a lot of education. I, I have to mirror that, that the education, of course, is paramount. You can't go in not knowing what you're doing for sure. No. And then, and we, so, mm -hmm, go ahead. Yeah, we go further where we, we, we're going to ignore the courts. Like we don't, we don't use them and we, and, and we make it clear that we're not, and they can't use um, the courts against what we're doing because you don't really need the courts. Um, in law merchant, it's merchant to merchant. So um, it, it's self it's self correcting for lack of a better word and um so yeah using the court system unfortunately all the courts are businesses now or most of them i shouldn't say all um and therefore they're they're part of the problem it's not it's the courts aren't aren't independent even though, even though they'll tell you that but they're not and especially in canada because the the hudson bay company was allowed to have courts 
What does that tell you? That's a for-profit monopoly corporation had courts to enforce mm -hmm. their laws that they were allowed to make and enforce them with jail and all that. Like, it has not changed. So the courts are not independent, particularly in Canada. And therefore, don't go in there. Yeah, it's, exactly. Yeah, it's a corporation just, and I try and tell people, it's just like Judge Judy on TV. You have to, you have to agree to go there. They have to get your agreement. It's the same on Judge Judy. Now, Judge Judy is not a judge. She, I think she was, and she's qualified, has the knowledge to be a judge, because uh, I've watched it on TV, and she, you know, she knows how to, how to be it, but she's not acting as a judge on TV. You have to agree to her judgments. If you're not going to agree to her judgments, you don't get to go on TV. So you waive all that stuff and you say, okay, I'm going to be on Judge Judy TV. Okay, if you're going to say that, I'm, I'm not a judge, but you have to follow my rules. Otherwise, that's the contract you're in. The courts here are the identical. They have wow. to get an agreement. Mm -hmm. And they do it in various ways. And that's what's going on. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So don't go in there. If you don't, like, if you're compelled, then, you know, you got to learn like I did. But um, I wouldn't go in there. By choice. Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. It's a total. Yeah. Be very interesting. I mean, I think you have had discussion with Amanda Ridding and, uh, and then the, the ladies from Stanford, the, uh, be curious, be curious to see what a conversation would be like, but we don't need to belabor it. Uh, guy did ask, how would you know a court is not a business? What would be the signs of that? I've not seen one. Um, I've heard that some, like, um, there was a fellow here, years ago who ended up in a in a common law court in their buildings so uh, another thing you have to understand about the hudson bay company's courts is that they were allowed to hear common law um and civil matters and criminal matters but their essence was a court of the hudson bay company and their rules so they they had full control of the court so um but you could hit they could hear it's very clear they could hear um um, common law and civil matters. So it, 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 there was a morph there and it's still the same. They move jurisdictions all the time, even mid trial, mid case, mid day, like mid, you know, they'll just, okay, now we're, we're, we're acting like this. And now we're, you know, they, any, any CRA case starts off with quasi criminal jurisdiction. Quasi means sort of, but not exactly like not, the thing, but sort of, that's what that means. That this is coming from the court itself. When you ask the judge, what jurisdiction are we in? Quasi criminal. In other words, not anywhere. I know. I know. How did they get away with that being? Because we so buy into it. And this is, yeah. this is the thing. And um, it's not what you think it is. And, you know, you know, God bless all these people who, who, go in there but I was in there and I I got you know I prevailed in the end but I took a lot of hits and I learned a lot and I saw a lot and I heard a lot coming out of judges mouths and frustration and all kinds of things I saw a lot of behaviors and I wrote a lot of documents for a lot of people inside that system and I saw stuff 
you know, it's not what you think it is. It's just not. And the only court that I didn't get into was the Supreme Court of Canada. I, you know, I've never been there, but, you know, I, it's really difficult to get in there, number one. And, and number two, um, I don't think it's any different. Mm-hmm. Yep. I get it. Totally. And um, so do you see after the, okay, I'm asking too many questions at one time. Do you want to talk about the geoengineering and why that, that is more of a back burner, not as a criticism, or is it like literally just too many ducks to get in a row? Yeah, we just had too many pots going and that mm-hmm. one in particular is, is a little more difficult to find out who is behind it, like as far as respondents. It's not impossible, but, um, and, and the 5G was way more um, in our face, like people were starting to um, become aware of, of this overarching, you know, these towers going up everywhere. And then it, that switched because of, you know, the last couple of years, then everybody's focus was on something else. So um, those, the smart meter was already happening. That was our original. And then, so those, those two in particular took more of a front, um, front burner only because of um, everybody's awareness of it. A lot of people still don't know about the spraying in the air. Like they, huh? it's contrails. So, to spend, uh, you know, we had so much to, to work on. And like I said, we only launched with six countries. So we, we still got a lot to work on. So it, it got put on a back burner only because of um, its lack of interest, to put it that way, and, and the difficulty of finding respondents. Mm-hmm. So Yeah, so mysterious. The planes yeah. probably don't originate in the, in the center that you're in. They could come from anywhere, practically. Yeah, we do. It's, it's really difficult. Now we did get some leads, so it's not impossible. Um, there was some somebody uh, whistleblower that uh, kind of could follow the money that was coming out of the. I won't say where it's coming from, but um, you, you could kind of see uh, you start to you know connect some dots by following the money. Mm-hmm. So it's not impossible. That's the only reason why that got put on a back burner. Right. Right. Yeah. And do you see yourself taking on more causes in the future? Or you got enough to handle at the moment. I think the four <laughs> is enough. Yeah. They are they are def- definitely related, and they are all about reducing the population and controlling the remainder. Um, that is their this is their big four that they're doing, and they're really one thing. They're really all that's uh, really one thing, but most people can't see it that way. So we had to sp- separate that out, which was a lot more work. Then if we did one NOL on all of it, everybody would be like, what are you talking about? You know, um, so, yeah. And how are they all one thing by the fact that it is a, an instrument of genocide? Yeah. The 5G is about um, the AI and the Internet of bodies. So they, they want to control our, literally connect to our bodies. And so you have to get... Uh, something in our bodies or on our bodies in order for that to work hence the jabs yeah that was one of the so when we were doing the 5g research there was a a a bunch of different things ways they could do this they had options 
while we're doing the 5G, then all of a sudden I'm seeing people in Wuhan go like that. And I went, oh, there, that's what they're going to do. They're going to go vaccine. Took a year and a half, but that's what they did. But they had other options. And, and, um, and the spraying in the air is one of those, but it's not as efficient as getting something like planted in or, or injected in. Mm-hmm. Also or, the choice. What's that? Also, the choice, that moment of acceptance. So I was just thinking this through with the jabs that I, I, I feel like there was a number of that like, were being experimented on. And some people would get a placebo. Some people would get God only knows how many uh, cocktails they had and all the studies. I mean, this is all conjecture on my part. But regardless of whether you got a, a real thing or a not real thing, your consent to the situation seems to be enormously important compared to just, you know, putting particles down without our agreement. I mean, we're in a way strangely agreeing, but not nearly to the extent when you go and roll up your arm. Exactly. Roll up your sleeve. Yeah. So it was very clear. Same with the implants. Like they have advertising out for implants that you put in your here and you can run a vending machine and do all your banking, you know, like things you do with your phone now. And it's all been a slow thing away from cash to, you know, a chip of some kind where you can do all your banking, et cetera. So that's when they can get to that, they've got us controlled because they can just turn you off. Like, because there's no other way to, to do business. Right. Mm-hmm. If they, if they can remove uh, other ways of uh, interacting commercially. So yeah, the spraying in the air was not as efficient and, they, they got us to buy in with the whole global warming thing. Uh, but yeah, it's way more clear when somebody goes and lines up and, and, and has a, an injection put in. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, they're literally selling off their soul to the yeah, best. Yeah, you know, unfortunately, you could research and even find the ingredients in there, and that should have. But they were told not to. Don't do that. Trust the experts. Yeah. Well, research. You're not a doctor. You can't research. I can read. Mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, it seems like there's actually a ton of positives that have come out of this. I was itemizing this, you know, just really trying to practice uh, being thankful and not, uh, you know, uh, overwhelmed by all of the tasks that I've given myself, which is a lot. And so, you know, the, the, the goodness that has come out of this, how many people never studied any science at all, never looked at the actual nature of, you know, what is so-called immunity for something, you know, and, and I, I found out that God doesn't create weapons against us. That's not the, that's the, not the nature of God. And, you know, it's just so many, so many good things that do you, do you have a sense of it being um, that this was somehow a necessary stage for human consciousness to give us the chance to wake up. Do you want to call it that? Well, yeah, you can look at it that way. Uh, I look at it more. um, This was the situation to create the ultimate default in order to stop this whole claim of Lucifer that goes back for eons. Like to finally have a, like adjudicated done, no chance of appeal. That's what I'm seeing uh, unfolding. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. it It has to come to a head for that. Correct. Yes, and I think it's come to a head before, but there's always an appeal. That's what's showing you in, in Job. Like, he will appeal. He will appeal based on some technicality. So 
um, that's the what I'm seeing, and what we're uh, like what we're trying to do with the with the NOL is create that situation where it's clear default, just like how they got us to clearly agree to this. We're getting them to clearly agree to their own demise. Like your system has to come down, or you have to honor your system and stop doing what you're doing, and or pay. That's your three options. Right. And they and they can't have their cake and eat it too. So we're we're kind of getting getting them into that spot where they're um they're they're eating their own tail or they're put their own noose around their neck and and it's your choice. So we just flip the tables on on what they've done to or are doing to us right now. Mm-hmm. And that and it's that that situation that creates that clean default. Very so good. yeah, we have to go through it, but and it's hard, but um, that's what's gonna that's what it's gonna take. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I always make the distinction between the it's gonna be it's gonna be hard, although you don't that that can be programming too that you always expect everything to be hard and then nothing can be easy, which it, that can happen as well. But uh, in that mindset, you you have to decide for yourself what uh, you know have the have the courage to even project out a world that is wanted compared to just always troubleshooting the world that is not wanted yeah. and it seems like the in power movement really straddles both of these worlds that you've you know you've got you've got the hand up saying like that's enough this is the line in the sand you're not going any further and you're building out the community and the relationships and supporting people spiritually at the same time. And then, because to me, that's, you know, I, I don't think you feel like this, but I, I've been part of a lot of circles where they just want to destroy the system. They want they want to take the system out. And and is is that, do you see that happening? I, I think, I feel like I have heard you say that, that like the, the system will fall as a result of these intervals. Yeah, the, the system will fall because, uh, you know, it, and it's, described in Revelation 18 and the merchants will stand far off from it from fear and they will they'll wonder like where did all this wealth go so when I'm looking at it now in hindsight of what we're doing I'm thinking ah it may not crash and burn the way it's described it, it'll be more like oh everything's disappeared but it could be literally in a parallel system so there might not be the turmoil or, or 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 as much turmoil as 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 we thought um they really have those three choices pay and even if they don't pay we're billing them and, and according to their system the bill becomes the money anyway so it's like you don't even have to pay it's like your system said that the money's now over here it's it's kind of like a a perfect storm and they created it and they even like you know I kind of you know went through this massive journey to to um, to be able to see this, but even that was created by them. I was happily going along with my life, mm-hmm. and they went, and I went, whoa! So you know, that's how I learned. Otherwise, I wouldn't have. I would have just carried on. Mm-hmm. So everything exactly. that, that has happened. As because of their moves and and um, 
everything we're doing is a counter move. Excellent distinction. Yeah, it's not it's not you taking the system out as if I mean if anyone any individual could do that anyway. It's it's them eating their own tail. tail. It's their own destruction. That yes. that is sometimes why you feel like oh okay I could be actually more relaxed about this. If if the goal was to take the system down, now I'm completely turned. And I and I see no actually we kind of like electricity, kind of like connecting with people who aren't in my immediate vicinity. I like running water. I like showers. <laughs> and, exactly. You know, th there's nothing wrong with it either. It's no. not. It's not inherently evil, but it's been hijacked and used in evil ways. Yes, and it's mostly through the money system. It's it's the money, and the money is all you know. Ninety percent of the money is with, within one percent of the hands. That's the problem, and that and those beings are the ones who are trying to overthrow God. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Mm, figure it mm -hmm. out it, it's that's what's going on here so we have to get the money away from them or the idea of money you know i don't think we could jump to maybe we could jump to no money but um it's a big jump mm -hmm. uh, but we can take the wealth out of their out of their system and put it into a different one where everybody right. gets it and um much better things will work, work out way better that way. Um, mm -hmm. You know, there's a lot of unknowns with that, but um, I can't see it being worse than what we're, the way we're headed right now. Yeah, exactly. The, yeah, the monetary system, it serves, it serves a place in the, even, you know, the public and the pri and the private really, because we're still babies to living and working together. You can see it with a lot of groups and, and communities that are trying to get off the ground. And, you know, we ourselves had a number of people and we're down to a very small handful that are still working and contributing to uh, a project. And, you know, it's, it's hard to get along. It's hard to trust people. We don't have a foundation and a basis for trust. And you don't know, it, like a lot of game day decisions, people operate without any strong commitment. They're, they're flaky. They just are. They haven't had to commit. Commitment is a very big subject of mine. <clears throat> and, uh, you know, I, I really aspire to only work with people that are 100% committed to their hero's journey that, you know, that, that you answer to God and that's what you do. And it's still, it's still a more rare person, although I'm, I'm meeting a number of them. Uh, it's very exciting, actually, coming through my door in, my, in the ministry. And uh, I have to imagine you are surrounded by people like that as well. Um, we have amazing people and just like very gifted, very smart, very talented, very knowledgeable. And they give um, everything they've got. And it's just, uh, just amazing. That's beautiful. Yeah. yeah. It's a testament to your leadership too. I know you don't accept any role as a guru, but uh, it's, it is a beautiful thing. That's why you are surrounded by beautiful people. It's, it's what's in you. Mm. I, I I tend to think it's God, but uh... that's the beautiful thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, just being a, a a more clear reflection of it. It's we don't have a huge number of examples in our lives, so thank you for everything you've done to maintain that faith. Yeah, you you as well. Thank you. Appreciate mm -hmm. that. Are there any other things that you would like to talk about? Like we could get into some of the, um, you know, just things that are going on, like Bill, Bill C-11, but it's, it all seems fairly 
in the in the light of the actions that you're taking to be you know more trickle down kind of effect or or a better way to say that like that you know if you handle the big problems of them trying to murder us then all of those little things like yeah. imagine that this I was going to say too just imagine if we had these systems with benevolent intentions that would be different that's the what we need because there's certain beings here and you know they're they're not of the pure DNA of Adam, and that's the problem here. And um, they have to be removed from their from their power positions, and they are in those power positions as um, you know, government leaders, corporate leaders, religious leaders. Um, they put themselves in all these positions, and um, it's it that's got to change got to go back to god is uh runs this and and we all um find our 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 spot which we would be attracted to and we would feel fulfilled in and we contribute to the to the whole and that's how it's designed and they've taken it and you know gone and conquered places and and removed any of any of that type of society any of those that were exist pre-existing and turned it into this um, money, ownership, um, type political top-down um, control uh, system. Mm -hmm. And the debt system, right? That we, that we are born in debt to life. Yeah. And it's just not like that. <laughs> no, it's not. Yeah. No. yeah you, the, the whole concept of tithing is, is very beautiful. And you see, it's not, it's not just that you would give 10% of your income to a church and that's tithing. It's like, no, God tithes you. Right, that you you put you put some work in, and say regenerative uh, farm or or garden, it will give you ten percent more every single year for for what you invest in it, and only limited by how much abundance you can actually responsibly manage. Yeah, how how much you can hold. Yeah, my analogy is always the apple, and that and that and has seeds, multiple seeds in inside one you know piece of fruit, not to make more apples. To make more trees of apples. Right. The ROI is staggering. It is. And and we were we were put here to tend the garden. In other words, keep it from getting too far out of control. The, and it's a, it's an abundant uh design. You know, it, the the seed goes in the ground and then a whole other tree comes up with more fruit on it with more seeds in it. Like that's the design. We're told it's the opposite. No, you got to go and work and, and get money in order to live indoors and get, get an apple once in a while. That's two years old now. <laughs> if you noticed, right? Like crazy, crazy. Yeah, so good. Oh, well, this has been a beautiful conversation. I totally appreciate you taking the time to do this and all the work that you've done. And it's, go go it's obviously going to go on into the future. Yeah. And uh, this is the nature of sacred purpose, right? You're willing to face the trials and the tribulations and the struggle and the work and the joy and the, you know, the abundance that comes your way and the support and love that I know is, uh, is definitely main, felt for the you. The main thing is thy kingdom come, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. Like we've got to get that to happen. And that's when, things will go back to where it was at the time of the garden. We've had this long glitch 
till this is settled. And um, that's, you know, that's where we will all want to be. And that's the, that's the main goal. Mm -hmm. What a beautiful prayer to leave us with. Thank you, Cal. Mm -hmm. It's amazing. So good. Well, I encourage everybody to go and uh, and join at empowermovement.org. We've been involved. I know the community is excellent over there. A ton of support. If I know if you're new to this, it's not it's not this other side of world, the the law world where it's just you know lose yourself in statutes and all that kind of thing. That I I I, I don't mind supporting them in it, doing doing work for that case. But uh, for me, it's all about the private. It's all about creating our own life and, uh, and you know, where we need to stop perpetrators. That is our responsibility to do that. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So anything else you want to share with people just about getting involved, what they could do? No, just get involved. Um, learn as much as you can. Get over the fear. That's always going to come up. Like yeah. that said, it, it, it's, it's one of those things. And the Bible is very clear. You got to you got to get over the fear. Israelites were told that over and over every time they had to, you know, move towards the promised land, fear not, fear not, fear not. And so it's a conscious decision to override that fear and you can do it and you just get it done. Get And it's all it is, is really putting ink on paper and, and sticking a stamp on it and sticking it in the mail. It's like, it's not, you know, storming the beaches of Normandy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, it's not that big a deal in the end. It, but you might have a huge amount of fear. If it, if I was any example, now I now I won't. Right. That that's <clears throat> I've been through that firewall. I didn't die. Yeah. And uh, I grew spiritually in the process. Even exactly. even if nothing came of it, I mm -hmm. was a new person on the other side. That's right. And uh, and you'll and you're you're going to find that as well. So it's you know making those steps, getting action to happen, getting your your um, your cause or your claim before the Most High God, it just adds up, and he's going, "No, I got, I got Eileen here, I got Bob here, I got." Uh, they're all saying, "You're not God." Case closed. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Amazing. <laughs> <laughs> so good. All right. Well, I hope you have a beautiful rest of your day, Cal. Thank you, everyone who joined us in the. Uh, in the chats on YouTube. And I don't know about Facebook. I don't get much of anything happening over there. But if you are there, I, I love you. And I'm glad you came. Rockfin, there's some uh, great people over here who have been listening as well. And I just want to make sure that everybody knows I've got a course coming up called Find Your Sacred Purpose. It is good if you're in that kind of confusion where you've maybe listened to a lot of different people that are saying different things and you got yourself in a trap of not taking action, not doing the thing that's in you to be done. I'm uh, going to dispel a lot of myths around sacred purpose. This is, this is actually not a mystical subject at all. It's pretty nuts and bolts, and it's uh, clear. It represents work, and uh, but it's the work to be done. If you do this work, then it's extremely productive, and it will pull together not only your own blueprint for how to be in this time, but how to be with your people, how to, you know, in the case that you need to connect with your people or attract your people or be in that convivial kind of relationship where life is supported because we come together, that word again, then this will be a very good both start for you, but also for those who have worked on this tirelessly and they simply don't know what's next because the environment has changed so much and you don't know how to navigate. This is an opportunity to take out the 
programming that stops you from seeing clearly and, and, and knowing what is to be done at this time. So I have full confidence. Yes. Uh, so I'll share a link with that and I'll, uh, I'll uh, share a few more comments and, uh, and then we'll be on our way. So keep me posted, Cal. I'm uh, looking forward to seeing you and it's Friday nights are your regular meetings. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So people can join in at, I believe it's, is it six, six o'clock my time? Central uh, four four Pacific. You're two hours ahead of me. Yeah. yeah, that's exactly it. Then yeah, yeah, that's exactly it. All right. Well, I look forward to further conversations in the in the future. Thank you so much, Cal. Okay. Cal. Thanks, okay. okay. You're welcome. Bye for now. Bye.